Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've had a couple of days off just doing our own thing once the grand final was done and dusted. Took off down the coast for a couple of days. Took the podcast gear with me to provide some content for you guys and then just thought, you know what, going to have a couple of days to refresh and get myself ready for World Cup and whatnot. So I do appreciate uh, your patience. Appreciate all the messages asking if I was okay. Uh, thoroughly appreciate those as well. But all good. Looking to get back into it now. Now, whilst we were down the coast, uh, probably a few days before, we didn't get a chance to react to the Kangaroos squad. Uh, there was a bit of talk about it live on Bloke in a Bar, but I'd like to go through it uh, name by name and talk about each of these picks and my thoughts, because there are a few things to talk about when it comes to this Kangaroos squad. Uh, the first one I'll talk about off the bat, the numbers on the jerseys, if you have not heard, the Kangaroos have named their squad essentially 1-30, to 30, I think it is, uh, or 1-25, to 25, whatever the hell it might be, and the the order that they have been named in uh, will be the order in which they will wear those jerseys for the rest of the competition. Sorry, 1 to 24. So, for example, uh, Isaiah Yo, he's the last one on the list. So, Isaiah Yo will wear number 24. Uh, from what I've gathered, Mal Meninga and Michael Hagen have decided to name it in order of most caps for the Kangaroos. Uh, James Tedesco being the skipper, he gets number one. And then it goes down the list. I believe it's DCE who will be number two, Ben Hunt number three, Val Holmes number four, Jake Trevojevic number five. So, it will go in that order until you get to the debutants. And, of course, there are a stack of debutants um, in in this team that are yet to play for the Kangaroos. Matt Burton, Pat Carrigan, Cleary, Lindsay Collins, Ruben Cotter, Angus Crichton, Tino, Campbell Graham, Harry Grant, Liam Martin, uh, Nanai, Tualangi, and Isaiah Yo. So uh, the numbers will be a little bit strange when we are watching the World Cup. They will be a little bit all over the place. We'll have to get used to those. But at least the players will all have the same jersey, so you will get used to it by the time finals comes round. This is how the English Super League do their numbers. 
If you aren't aware of this, uh, well, loosely, this is how they do their numbers. They get their squad of 30. They all get their jersey at the start of the year, and you run with that same number throughout the season. But they do tend to name 1-17 to their best 17 at the start of the year, and then you work your way around that. So if you're one of the last players to join the roster, uh, I remember when Jackson Hastings joined Salford a couple of years ago. I think he was number 31, uh, Jackson Hastings was. And I think Bevan French, he might have been number 33 this year for Wigan or something along those lines. It, It happens a lot over there. It's very common. We're not used to it, but I do find it strange the Kangaroos have ordered it in this fashion. Personally, I would have rather seen us name our best 17 and then the reserves after that. But there are downsides to that as well. I'm sure we'll get used to this, but it is a very uh, strange way to go about it. A little bit more English than what we're used to, but even it's very different to the English fashion as well. But uh, that's what the jersey numbers will look like. So, for example, when you see the halfback run out, which will be Cameron Munster, know that he is not playing seven. When you see Latrell Mitchell in number eight, he is not playing in the front row. That is just how these jerseys have been done. Let's go through the squad to give my reaction to each player. James Tedesco, the skipper, he picks himself. I love that he's the captain of the Kangaroos now. I think it's a sensational pick. Daly Cherry Evans, he is player number two on this list. He's the most capped player. Uh, of all the kangaroos, I believe. He's in front of Teddy, but um, Teddy's obviously the skipper, so he gets one. I back having DCE in there. I probably wouldn't start with DCE as my halfback, but I would have picked him in the squad. Number three is Benny Hunt. I believe he'll be the starting hooker for the Kangaroos. Love that pick. He's had a tremendous season. Four, Valentine Holmes. Depending on the rest of the squad makeup, I think he'll probably be a winger. I don't think he'll be a center. I think he'll be a winger. I think they've got too many versatile guys that can jump into the center spot. So I think Val Holmes will be on the wing, but a great pick as well. Jake Travojevic missed out on origin number one. Came in for game two and game three this year. Uh, Gerbo, he will be fantastic out there. I think he'll be fantastic in defense, especially in the conditions that you will be playing in over there. Love the pick. Number six, Regan Campbell-Gillard for the Parramatta Eels. Uh, Wasn't tremendous in the grand final, but I thought his final series up until that point was fantastic. We've obviously lost a lot of front rowers to go and play for the Polynesian Nations, which is fantastic to see. So big test for Regan Campbell-Gillard, who has also represented Fiji in the past, but also the Kangaroos. Seven, Cam Munster picks himself. He will be the 5'8". Eight, eight Latrell Mitchell picks himself. I believe he will be the left centre. Uh, unless they go for a Matt Burton, then maybe you shift Latrell Mitchell over to the right. But personally, I think he's the best left centre in rugby league, Latrell, so I would 100% be leaving him there. Josh Adokar, after missing out on playing State of Origin this year, gets a gig in this side. Obviously, we've lost a few wingers, uh, Suali'i and and co, that are playing for other nations, but Josh Adokar, I think he's still got well and truly the potential to be uh, the best winger in rugby league. There's no doubt about that in my mind, and I think he'll be in for a big, big World Cup. Jersey number 10 is Jack White from the Canberra Raiders. I think he will get a spot in the team somewhere. I probably think he will be right centre. That would be my tip, Jack White, and to be right centre, Latrell Mitchell left centre. Cam Murray, the vice-captain of of the Kangaroos. Great to see. Um... I believe he's only played one test before, which was in 2019. So to be the vice captain of the Kangaroos in just your second game for the Kangaroos, that is fucking incredible. This guy, he has got the rugby league world at his feet, Cam Murray. Very, very exciting. Love the pick. Now we get into our debutants. And the very first one in jersey number 12, Matty Burton from the Canterbury Bulldogs. Bit of a controversial one here. There's a couple of other guys that I'll talk about later that I think were a little bit unlucky to miss. And I would probably say they've missed because they put Matt Burton into this side. The interesting thing about 
about Burton is that if you're going to pick him in the centers, which I think that's the only way he could get into the starting side, you'd have to assume you pick him on the left side because of his left foot. No point picking him on the right side. So what does that mean for Latrell? If they do want Burton in the team, I think he has to be at left center, which means Latrell might make the shift over to the right. But personally, I can't see a world where they don't pick Latrell at left center. He's the best left center in rugby league. There's no doubt about it. It's great to have Matty Burton's boot, but I mean, you have got Nathan Cleary, so do you really need him at left center? I like the pick, though. I think he's been great this year, Matty Burton. I probably wouldn't have picked him in my squad, to be honest with you, but I do understand what Mal Meninga is doing there. 13, Pat Carrigan picks himself I think he's been tremendous for the Broncos this year. I think he was arguably the best player in the Origin Series this year as well. I was very, very impressed with Pat Carrigan, a real leader uh, of the future. Nathan Cleary, um, three grand finals in a row for this halfback, two premierships in a row, has been tremendous. Picks himself personally. I would probably start him in the seven. Um, I would definitely start him in the seven, but I wouldn't be surprised if Mal does go in a different direction with DCE. Lindsay Collins is our next one. As we said when we spoke about Regan Campbell, we have lost a fair whack of front rowers to the Pacific Nations. But I like the pick of Lindsay Collins. I believe he's got a suspension to fill uh, over the first few games. I could be wrong with that, but I'm pretty sure he does. Uh, he's obviously had a, a number of concussions this year, but he is a tremendous front rower, and he will do a good job for them. I probably don't think he's in their starting 17. Uh, Ruben Cotter in jersey 16. Uh, absolutely love this pick. You all know I've been a huge fan of Cotter all season. Spoke about him in the preseason, tipped him to play Origin. I wasn't overly confident if he'd get there. I thought he would, but obviously things had to fall his way. They certainly did, and he absolutely killed it. To think, I personally think he was one of the first forwards picked in this Kangaroos squad. So what a tremendous rise for the great Reuben Cotter. Congratulations to him. Angus Crichton in Jersey 17. Uh, Well-deserved. I think he'll probably be one of the starting back rowers, just thinking about the team off the top of the dome. If not, I think he will come off the bench off the back of a great season. Big Tino in Jersey 18. I think he will start in the front row. We're very lucky to have Tino. He's the sort of front rower that I think we're going to need. If we didn't have him, I'd be a little bit nervous about our front row going up against some of these other nations with their big, big bodies. 19, probably one of the Smokies here. Campbell Graham, how good to see him get selected. Cannot wait to watch him make his uh, Kangaroos debut. We said it about two and a half years ago that we thought he'd play Origin soon, and we got absolutely fucking pizzled. I couldn't believe the amount of pushback I got on that post. Here we are two and a half years later, and he's going to represent the Kangaroos without playing Origin. So congratulations to Campbell Graham. I think you saw in that final series this year, he is one of the toughest motherfuckers in this game. So he earned his jersey, Campbell Graham. Congratulations to him. Number 20, Harry Graham. I think he will be Jersey 14, or he will be the utility uh, for the Kangaroos. I think he's an absolute shit in to this team. One of the ones that would have picked himself. So congratulations to Harry. Another one that we've been very high on for a very long time. Uh, about two years before he made his debut, we made the outrageous call that he was already a top 10 hooker in rugby league. Once again, got absolutely smashed. But you can see just how good Harry Grant is. Can't wait to watch him make his debut for the Kangaroos. Jersey 21, Liam Martin. I reckon this is one of the guys that would have been sort of a bit iffy whether he was going to get selected or not, but I think his grand final performance locked him into this Kangaroos side. I like the selection, especially when you've got Nathan Cleary, I'm assuming. Nathan Cleary at halfback, who were playing on the right side. He already defends with Liam Martin. They defend together really well, so I like that pick. Jeremiah Nano, I thought 
that he would probably go and play for Samoa, I believe, was the other side he was able to play for. Uh, but I really like that he's in our side. He shows, you know, just a lot of X Factor this year. Uh, a bit of creativity that not many guys in this competition will have. So stoked to have Nanai on our team. Murray Tualangi, one that I probably didn't expect to get picked as well. Uh, I thought there'd be other guys that would jump ahead of him, but there obviously has been a few wingers that have missed out. But Murray's had a fantastic season. Very good coming out of his own end. One of the best finishers in rugby league. If he he is playing left wing, uh, which I'm not sure if he'll be in the best 17, but if he gets a shot at left wing at some point, standing outside Latrell Mitchell down that edge, uh, I can see him crossing for a lot of meat pies if he gets an opportunity in this World Cup. Congratulations to him, a great pick. And Isaiah Yo, you forget that a lot of these guys, because of COVID, they haven't represented the Kangaroos yet. Isaiah Yo, he has been the best lock forward in rugby league for the last two or three years. Cam Murray really starting to square up with him. Cam Murray was number two anyway, in my opinion. But I still think Isaiah Yeo off another really good grand final winning performance. Uh, I think he will be the starting 13. I think you'd be crazy to change too much. The guys that missed out. There's a few guys to touch on. Nico Hines, pretty unlucky. Obviously won the Daly M medal by a record margin. I probably would have had him in, in the side over Matt Burton. I have sat back the last few days and listened to other content creators talk about this. And there are fair points there that obviously, uh, you know, he can't cover as many positions as Matt Burton can. But, I mean... I, could, I reckon you could throw Nico Hines in at centre and he'd be okay if you needed to. But I also think you've got enough other centres in the side, you probably don't have to worry about it. So personally, I would have rewarded Nico Hines. I would have gone for him. Uh, Dylan Edwards. I probably would have had Hines slightly over Edwards, to be honest with you. But I feel very sorry for Edwards because I definitely think he has earned an opportunity. He's probably just not versatile enough to be in this side, unfortunately. And we know we can see how important versatility is in this modern game. It can be very, very tough. Damien Cook, he's on on the extended. Uh, personally, I thought this was fair. I said it a couple of weeks ago that I think Damien Cook, I said it at the start of the year that I think his rep honours are starting to slow down a little bit. Personally, I think Appy is the best hooker in New South Wales. Said it at the start of the year. 100% still back it in now. Doesn't overly surprise me that Damien Cook hasn't been selected in this kangaroo side. Once again, I would have had Appy in front of him. And I'll tell you what, I wouldn't have been far off having Reese Robson in front of him as well. But uh, a very tough one because he is, of course, the incumbent hooker. Uh, so a fantastic uh, Kangaroos career for Damien Cook. It might not be over, but it probably looks like it is at this stage. What about some of the guys in the engine room that missed out? Obviously, Sean Lane, he had an unbelievable finish to the season. I sort of thought uh, that he had locked himself into this Kangaroos squad. I thought he would be there. I originally thought Hudson Young had done enough during the regular season, but... I did always say that my worry with Hudson Young was that he was going to give a lot of other back rollers an extra two to three weeks uh, to show what they could do. And you know what? It only really took one week for him to give Sean Lane the opportunity to come out and play a prelim final and probably get man in the match in that for him to sort of fall into the background. So it's really tough with finals footy uh, when teams get to show what they, when players, particular players get to show what they can do on the very big stages. Um, it can be tough to sort of override that. So by the, the probably when the finals kicked off, I thought, okay, Hudson Young will be there. Uh, then a few weeks into finals, I thought, okay, Sean Lane has probably jumped Hudson Young when Sean Lane wasn't that far off him anyway in the first place. But uh, they haven't gone with either of them. I probably thought Liam Martin was a chance to fall out of it. And I think Liam Martin potentially played his way back into it um, during the grand final there. I thought he was sensational. And it honestly wouldn't shock me too much uh, if he is one of the starting back rowers. Obviously, Cam Murray, he will be one of them. You would assume uh, that they'd probably start him uh, on one of those edges. I mean, he has played 13 at club level, but he would have to play on one of the edges. I'm actually 
actually trying to think of the dome, uh, which side he's played on for the New South Wales Blues. Quite, can't quite think of it, to be honest with you. But Cam Murray, he'll be on one of them. So I think it'll depend on the combinations on who they put on the other side there. If I was to go through and sort of name my best 17 that I would, and I haven't got this written down or anything, guys, so I'm going to be going completely off the dome here. So we will see how we go. But if I was to pick my side... <clears throat> I think it would look something like this. I think I would have James Tedesco. I think I would have him at fullback. I think he sort of uh, picks himself there. He is the skipper of the side, so no real shocks there. I'd have James Tedesco at fullback. My wingers, I think one of them, I would definitely have Josh Adokar. He would be on one edge for me. The other winger, just having a look through the list, I think I'd go with Val Holmes. So Val Holmes and Josh Adokar on the wings. My centers, I would have Latrell Mitchell at left center. I would love to find a spot for Matt Burton, but I don't think I'm going to be able to. Right center, I'm going to go with Jack White. And I think playing over there in England, uh, I was talking to one of the Pommy players a few weeks ago about this World Cup and the sort of body shapes that you would pick. And he mentioned that big bodies on the edges, similar to State of Origin, especially when you go over there to England and it is a little bit tighter and whatnot. Uh, the big, big bodies is what you want on those edges. And I just think Jack White and Latrell Mitchell, I think it's going to be really hard for other teams to match up with those guys. I think they'll definitely be the, the, the two hardest centers to handle. Um, as far as this World Cup goes. So they'd be my two centers. Fox on one wing. Um, and then I would have Val Holmes on the other side with Teddy at fullback. My 5'8 would be Cam Munster. My halfback would be Nathan Cleary. As I said, won't be shocked if... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Mal does end up going with DCE, but I would definitely go with Cleary, which means my lock forward uh, would obviously be Isaiah Yo. He picks himself there for me. My edges, I would probably have, now that I think about it, I'd have Cam Murray on one edge, and then the other edge, I think I'd probably go for uh, Angus Crichton. I think he'd be my other pick there. Uh, then when I get to the front row, my hooker would be Ben Hunt, which means Harry Grant would be my 14. My starting front row is I would definitely go with Tino. There's no doubt about that. And then I would either go with Carrigan or Campbell Gillard, one of the two. I think I'd bring, if I'm going to have Gerbo on the team, I think you'd bring him off the bench. I'd probably go with Tino. Could go with Collins as well. That other front row spot's going to be interesting to see what they do. I would probably go with Pat Carrigan personally. I think I want him on the field as much as I can. But Regan Campbell Gillard, bit of a different body shape. Probably not a bad pick to start there. Uh, so one of those guys in the front row. My bench, as I said, I would sort of go for a 14 like Harry Grant. He'd be my pick there. If I wasn't going to go with Harry Grant, I would probably lean towards uh, whichever one out of DC and Cleary you don't pick or Burton but I'm pretty set on having the two hooker rotation. I think it's proven to be a very successful one this year. Then the rest of my bench makeup. Look, there's a lot, a number of different combos that you could have here. I guess the guy I didn't mention in the back row was Jeremiah Nanai. They could pick him on the right edge as well. Uh, personally, I'd probably be going to Angus. Maybe that's a bit of New South Wales Blues bias. I just think defensively, Angus can offer you a little bit more. But you could have Nanai coming off the bench like the Queensland Maroons did, I believe, in one of the games this year. I could be wrong. 
but he's a guy that could come on and really insert um, some X factor into the game. I would have Jake Travojevic. I'd be happy to carry him on the bench. Nanai could be a little X factor. Liam Martin, maybe. I'm not sure if I'll keep if I'd have his body size sort of coming off the bench. Uh, Ruben Cotter, he's the interesting one. Whether he gets picked or not in the st- in the best seventeen, I personally think he probably will. I think he'll come off the bench. I wouldn't be surprised if he's like their jersey seventeen, and then they go with a Regan Campbell Gillard and a Lindsay Collins maybe on the bench. So I've got my one to thirteen. I pretty much know what that's going to look like. Potentially an argument for a different back rower here or there, which I'm happy to hear arguments for. The bench it would change it up a little bit. I think it would depend on the conditions, the opposition, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And of course. Uh, Form during this World Cup, guys can really play themselves into this team. It's hard because you are obviously coming up against nations that the Kangaroos should probably beat uh, by quite a bit. So it is hard to sort of put yourself into the frame there. But all these games will be taken into consideration. That would sort of be my 17, my 13 pretty clear. Uh, my bench player is not exactly sure the exact direction I would go in. But that's my live reaction to this Kangaroos side, guys. Asked you guys the other night on Instagram for ideas for content over the last few weeks. Had a few fantastic ones sent in. So I'll be getting stuck into them over the next few days. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 